I guess the best way to sum us up, uh, Amy and TJ, is that we are the we're the folks who lost the jobs we love because we love each other. That is TJ Holmes, who a year ago co-hosted GMA3 on ABC with Georgia Grant Amy Robach. A romance was revealed and ABC sent them on their way. They're speaking for the first time and launching a podcast this week called Amy and TJ. And we'll talk about it during this episode of a podcast called Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. The Fed gave her a shout out for boosting the U.S. economy this summer. And she's responsible for an 8% viewership spike in NFL Sunday Night Football. This week, she was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year, the first artist to ever get that title. And Officer Donna with a brand new episode of Thugs. As heard this week on Atlanta's The Bear 92.5, where we would love to wake up with you weekdays, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act, a podcast where we talk about things you're talking about. With family and friends, we have conversations about current events and pop culture, trends, music, headlines in the news, and often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, personal growth, and pet deer named Peanut. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my Peanut. second act. My name is Don. I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, I've become that woman, um, not only the woman who, like, hangs out with her cats and tries to, you know, commandeer deer. But I've become that woman that sends that <clears throat> Christmas card that, like, is just Merry Christmas and, like, foil. You know, for so many years, every year, honestly, we had the cutest little Christmas card. Wouldn't you not agree? I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah, with everybody and, like, the whole family and the kids and different things. And sometimes I'd have different boxes for the kids, and sometimes it would just be just whatever. Well, here's what's happened. We're never in all one place at one time. So it's like, I can't get a current great picture of all of us because, okay, so we're all together for Thanksgiving and Olivia's down from college and Will's at his mom's. And then me, you, Will, Charlotte go out to dinner and we all look fantastic. I've got a great picture of when we went out to um, Bones, I think it was for your birthday or my birthday. I can't remember whose it was. I right, know it was yours. No, Olivia yours. was at, at Knoxville. Olivia's in Knoxville. So it's like, I can't, I mean, and I could like AI Photoshop her in, I guess. And then I've got a, you know, a great picture of me, you and Olivia in Knoxville. No Will and Charlotte. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't, it's just driving me crazy. So I'm going to have to like, and, and like last year I didn't send Christmas cards because I couldn't get a picture, but I love Christmas cards. And I don't want people to think that like, I don't like them anymore because they're like, I'm not sending this woman a Christmas card. She never sends me one anymore. I don't think it's that at all. I think people, but I just can't. People are conditioned to know now that people just don't send Christmas cards. It's a lost art. It doesn't happen. But they do. I get so many Christmas cards and I love Christmas cards. I love seeing everybody's little pictures. I just love it. So here's what I think I may do. All right, go. I may revert to a Christmas letter. No, no. I know you love the Christmas letter. No, I'm not to be included. Well, you, you don't get to control the what we're doing here with the Christmas letter. Well, I certainly do. I got to edit it. No, you don't. I'm editor. I'm editor of the Christmas letter. If there is one, yes. Editor and publisher. Nobody wants uh, to read. Okay. Uh, how many? Uh, how many words are you thinking about? I don't know. Or sentences or paragraphs. I don't or, know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to do that. But the other thing is, here's the other problem with the photo Christmas cards now. And if you are in that stage of life where you are sending your kids, do it, do it, do it. Because, I mean, I, I kept every one of ours. I kept three, I think I kept three or four, of every Christmas card we ever sent. 
and I've got them each in each of the kids' buckets. So when they get older, they can go back and look at them and be like, oh my gosh, look at this Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they'll be like, uh, their, their kids, our grandkids will be like, uh, what was a Christmas card? Papa? Have you thought about that? What do you want to be called? Okay. No, no we're not going there right oh, now. Okay. Huh? All right. We're not going there right now. Um, We'll, we'll go back around to that. Okay. But here's the problem What's with that? a Christmas card. Yep. You have to embargo. You know, that's like a journalism term. You know what that means, right? I mean, she, well, for those that maybe don't know that journalism term. You have to embargo term, she... your photo with, in the age of social media. If it's a photo that you've, if it's an adorable photo of you and your family and you've hiked up to the Grand Canyon or you were on a, you know. Royal Caribbean cruise. cruise. Royal Caribbean cruise. Yeah. And y'all all like, you got a great picture of all of y'all zip lining at the same time. If you publish that, then when it comes out on your Christmas card, people will be like, eh. Publish meaning like post. Publish meaning post. If you put it on your Christmas card, but you've already had it on the Facebook or the Instagram, no good. People are going to be like, eh, "I like that picture," but I've already seen that. Right, picture. no point. I've seen that no picture somewhere no. before. Gotcha. Yeah, you're not getting that. Like, oh, look at this, Jim. Look at these little Jim, kids Jim, zip Jim, Jim doesn't care. I can. I'll speak on Jim's behalf. Uh, Jim doesn't doesn't care to look at the photos. He just as soon continue mm. to uh, lay pine straw. Think that you're like the Lorax of men, where you speak for the men. Like the Lorax really? speaks for the trees. Right, like, okay. I think you'd be surprised. Sometimes you say stuff like, "The the men don't like that," and I'm like, "That's not true." There are a lot of men who do like that. Okay, maybe you don't, but yeah. Well, they should. Uh, they should all get their own podcast. Talk about it with family okay. and friends. Conversations about current events. You are culture, salty. Trends, headlines in the news, and often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parents, and personal growth. Why are you so salty? I'm not salty. I'm not salty. How would you begin the Christmas letter if there was to be one? I wonder if this is Lowe's calling me back. Okay, go ahead. Take that call. We'll, we'll explain what's going on. We're recording okay. in real time. Okay, hang on. Uh, We've got to get this episode up. It's actually Hello? Thursday, uh-oh, 1027 a.m. Eastern. Hey, Donna. This is Denise from Six. How are you? Good morning. Oh, dear. Good. How are Pat you? Patch through to me. Pretty good. I just heard from um, the Burns manager. Uh-huh. Here's what we'll do. We'll, uh, we'll mute Donna and uh, let her take that call. She's got a lot going on. Lowe's delivered it. She'll tell you about it. Trust me. Uh, Lowe's delivered a dishwasher okay, so to the I'll house today down there and left it on the front porch. Fine? It's my understanding yeah. she paid for installation. That's the, that's the Buckhead one. Is that right? Correct. Do I need to see anyone in and particular? So, or? Uh, that's she's no, trading no, cars on a, a Thursday at 1030 in the morning. Okay, thank you so much. So here she comes. All right, she's back. You're welcome. Have okay. a great day. You too. All right, Bye-bye. Cadillac Jack, my second podcast. Okay, yeah, so I ordered a... Uh, yeah, so my dishwasher just stopped working, right? Right. And I mean, I'm just like... And of course, it couldn't have been after I emptied it, right? It has to be when it's full sure. to the brim. Yeah, the yeah. Dishes. Got stuff piling. And I mean, like nothing will turn on. And I know what people say. Why didn't you call that dear, dear, sweet little Russian appliance man that you and I have had over to the Golly. house? Oh, a hundred times. What a joy to assess the drum of the dryer. Yes. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. So I just decided I'm just buy a new one. For this. I'm just gonna get a new dishwasher. Yeah, the ch- yeah. That's how the church so rolls. By the way. Yep. And so I buy it online. Don't even go into the Lowe's. I'm like, it's a dishwasher, whatever. And it gets delivered today and they yep. leave it on my front porch. I, I told everybody that. There's we no way in hell I did not have installation included. There's just no way. All right. So the, no so the point of this is there's going to be another interruption, probably another call before we finish this episode. Right. And that's fine. But just everybody's prepared. Well, I mean, I called and they said it's 30 minutes to hold right. or we can call you back. I'm like, yeah, just call me back. Yeah, call me back. All right. So that could happen at any moment. There's a engage, there's there's anticipation being seated on this episode mm-hmm. of the podcast. The big story, I guess, this week in pop culture is a story that we touched on, not just touched on it, we kind of 
took a deep dive into TJ Holmes and Amy Robach from, uh, she's a Georgia graduate. Her parents still live here in Atlanta. Uh, they hosted, co-hosted GMA3, which is a show that the ABC television network chose to launch uh, kind of as a companion show to Good Morning America. It aired in the afternoon at one o'clock Eastern here in Atlanta, at least. Um, and it was a, it was more fluffy news, Donna, right? It wasn't hard news at all. It's fluffy news and inspirational stuff. And uh, just, uh, I, you know, I, I watched occasionally. I, I like them both. Well, an affair was revealed and they were outed uh, nearly a year ago. And they were dismissed, fired, walked from ABC television. They launched a podcast this weekend for the first time, are speaking publicly about everything that happened. We've listened to the first episode, both of us, Cadillac and Donna. Um, and then in an interesting twist, we'll continue the conversation coming up. Their exes, their ex-spouses, all right, TJ's wife and Amy's husband are now an item. They're a couple, they're dating. My They've God. been together for six months. As the world spins, what the Seriously. hell? This happens though. Shania Twain and her husband, Mutt Lang. Yes. Right? So it does happen. Here's a piece of the podcast to set it all up. Amy and TJ is the podcast. It's odd that we have been, um, look, a lot of people know. They used to call us brother, sister, almost. Mm -hmm. Peas in the pot and all this stuff to the point where when people would accuse us, I shouldn't say accuse, when they would make any kind of joke about what's going on with you two, we would almost go, ew, it's like my sister. Ugh, <laughs> that is gross. actually true. <laughs> um, yeah, a couple things about the story. I, um, they hadn't spoken to any news outlet for a year. Um, I was just really interested in, to, to listen to the podcast. I liked TJ Holmes. I, I like her as well. She's a Georgia graduate. Um, you know, she had a horrible breast cancer uh, scare. Went, she had a breast cancer diagnosis, which she got live, by the way, on, on the air, show. sort yeah. of, in a weird way, on the show, because they had a mobile mammogram um, truck, and she was one of those women who hadn't been in two or three years, went in, had it done live on the show. They didn't reveal anything, obviously, that day. But, um, you know, has been very, very involved in breast cancer awareness. They're, you know, they're two nice people. She's married to Andrew Shu, who was um, one of the Brat Pack people. Well, was married, though, right? Um, was married, yes. Um, and they said that, listen, when this broke, when this news broke, they were um, far, far into divorce proceedings with their current spouses. And that it wasn't ideal time. And that they, the worst part of it was neither of them had shared um, anything about a new relationship or any of this with their family, with their parents, with their children, because they were trying to do the due diligence behind the scenes to close out one chapter, which is hard enough on kids before saying, oh, and by the way, you know, and, and they were friends, their families were friends, their spouses were friends, because they were very good friends that worked together. And, you know, this person that you know, that maybe has been to a Christmas party or something, mommy is now dating, you know what I mean? So I think they were trying to control the narrative, but it got way out of hand. And well, um, they, they basically said they were blackmailed. Yeah, they didn't get into detail about that an awful lot. He said he couldn't do that. But here, here's my question to you. Were you surprised at the amount of time that was spent on the timeline and them establishing that they were divorced and separated from their spouses. And, and and if you caught on to that, what do you think the reasoning there is? Because there was a lot of time spent on, they just kept going back to the well about, you know, we were separated. And well, I was, think they're both journalists. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they said it on the podcast. They're both news journalists. They're, they, their entire brand is built on, um, you know, their credibility. And so, yes, they're launching a podcast and that's great. But I think the podcast is more a vanity type project. I'm sure they need to make money too. They're probably some sort of, 
you know, non-compete or whatever is coming to a close or any type of severance that they got. Um, but I, I think this podcast is more them directing the narrative and also almost it's like an audition tape to have right. another network right. say, yeah, these two they are still actually got really it. good together. And they do have chemistry. Yeah. And they've still got it and all that stuff. So I think they're, they're, they're really honing in on this timeline so that people don't think that they were dirt bags with their family. Here's the bottom line to all this is what I think. It's no one's business. I mean, it is there, it is everyone's business, and I'm interested in it, and you're invested in it. And yes, you know, they said they didn't realize that they had any level of fame where people would actually be this interested in it. There, pe- that that was kind of crazy to me because you're co-host on a show, a national, that's why a national show, were interested national in it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really no one's business what the timeline was. I cannot stand when people say to me, like, you know, maybe someone has a spouse that passes away and the other person starts dating someone awfully soon. Boy, she didn't she didn't let that. You also don't know. And a death is probably not the right example. For example, a divorce. You know, if people by the time people get around to announcing their actual divorce, they probably have been dealing with stuff for two, three years that maybe for whatever reason, even if you were their best friend, you weren't involved in the conversation because it was their private conversations and they didn't want to drag you into it. Some people are different. But, you know, I always think it's interesting people like when that happens and they're like, well, they started dating someone really soon or they don't seem very sad. Well, you haven't walked in their shoes. You don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know what the family dynamics are. You don't know if it's an amicable divorce and it's better for everybody. I just think people are so there's no greater topic that people want to weigh in on more than marriage and relationships. And I think a lot of it this is going to be this is going to land with a thud. A lot of it is projection from other people. Meaning, you know, meaning what? Like, meaning what? Like sometimes people are mad when people get separated or divorced because maybe they're not as happy as they seem to be, but they're not going to go in that direction for whatever reason. But, you know, there's people who are like, I just don't believe in divorce. I don't believe in, you know, getting separated. I don't believe in any of this stuff. I think you hold your family together. And I'm sure the people who are going through the other thing think that too. But for whatever reason, didn't happen. Wasn't possible. Jane keep you stay mow your grass and it's kind of like sometimes i think that happens when people are like they're actually not as happy as they're they're putting it out there but they're not going to go through and do what the other people have done so it's almost like this projection thing of you know they say in therapy the things that make you the angriest or that really trigger let me get a pen let me get a pen hang on go ahead okay number one well there's there's a reason It's almost like a sore, you know, that you need to dig in a little bit and find out why you feel that way. If you pull up an Instagram post or a social media post, and I'm not talking about somebody that just, I have this one person just, oh, this woman, she posts and posts and posts and posts all the time. Okay. That's probably not a good example. But if you pull something up and you're like, um, Gosh, that mom is always, I don't know when she works. I swear to God, she's always with her kids. She's always, oh yeah, she's a super mom. Okay, pause. What is this really telling me? Am I actually mad about that post because I kind of feel guilty because I'm not spending enough time with my kids? You know, or I'm not super mom or I'm not, and I'm, I'm, this is just examples. But my point is, you know, Sometimes when you see stuff, you know, uh, those people are always traveling. I don't know where in the heck they get the money to do that all the time. I mean, like, he doesn't make that much money. What's going on there? Okay, pause. 
are you actually just angry because maybe you haven't for whatever reason been able to take a vacation this year or, you know, I just sometimes like if something just really gets under your skin, there's a reason for it. And maybe again, it's something in your past, it's something that triggered you or whatever, but you know, otherwise you would just open up a post and if super mom or super dad is go is all is reading all the time as a mystery reader, good for them. That's awesome. That that's great that they have a great relationship with their kids and that they're able to do that. That's that's what, you know, instead of golly, I mean, why do they always have to be super mom? Why do they always have to be, you know, the volunteer person? Does any of that make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense to me. I'd be thankful that that dad's yeah. reading uh, in, in the classroom, maybe to your, your child as well. There are dads that don't have the luxury or, or, or schedule or hours or flexibility with work to, to get away at all, to ever visit the classroom, to ever visit the school, see the kids. And moms too, by the way. It's not just a dad thing. Um, you know, I was so blessed that for, for most of my career, I either did afternoons, 3 to 7, or I did mornings, 5.30 till 10. Uh, and I was allowed either to do, you know, be active in the morning or active in the afternoon, the opposite of when I worked. And it was a, it was a great schedule. I think that I was uh, very involved with the kids and, 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 and was blessed to, to have the schedule to be able to do that. Most don't, don't have that luxury. They travel, they uh, are here and there in meetings and, and in and out and doing that kind of stuff. So I, I totally understand what you're saying. And you have said since, uh, well, for a long time, you said. You mow your grass, I'll mow mine. Don't worry about my front yard, I'll worry about my front yard. You know, keep keep your stuff over there on your side of the house or your side of the fence, I'll keep mine over here. And it doesn't have to be that you don't appreciate people's concern or that, you know, it's not like, okay, well, then I'll just never, you know, have any concern for your kid. But that's not what I'm talking about. It's when it bothers you, when the actions of other people bother you and they're not hurting you. You know what I'm saying? They're not directly hurting you, but someone's, choices, someone's lifestyle, someone's marriage decision, someone's dating decision, someone's work decision, someone's parenting decision. If those bother you, I mean, really get under your skin. That's not about that person. That's about you. What was TJ Holmes referring to Donna talking about the mess that he was in 2017 through 2022? I, I imagine drugs or alcohol. I, I shouldn't have said that. I, I, so. I, I, mean, shouldn't, I, I shouldn't. I, you know, well, shouldn't no, I agree. I, no, I agree, though. I, I don't, you know, I mean, he was very open about the fact that, you know, the weekend that, you know, she was at a conference when everything broke. Her parents were on a plane. She was super worried about them finding out, you know, the minute they hit New York that it was going to be all over every paper, or, you know, everything they stopped. It was going to be all the big news. So she was trying to get in touch with them to say, hey, hang on, don't believe everything you read. He was by himself. Yeah. Isolated. Um, kind of holed up in his apartment. And... um. Yeah, you know, they couldn't spend any time together. And he started, she received all these weird texts over the weekend where he was texting in past tense. Like, I loved you so much. You were the you were the love of my life. I'm sorry I've done all this. And she became very concerned. She talks about it on the podcast, couldn't get in touch with them. Um, nobody from his work could get in touch with them. Her and her father, because they were in town, the mother and father, took a Uber over to his building. She knew the um doorman. And the doorman went up also because he was concerned. And, you know, she walked down the hall and opened the bedroom and she was deathly afraid. And he was completely out of it. He admits he had started vodka and, vodka and yeah. then and edibles. And, you know, I applaud their transparency because they're just they're saying, listen, it wasn't pretty. This is how it is. They're talking about the fact that they're they're still doing a lot of I'm sorry's to family and to kids and. You know, it's a process and then they're all in therapy and with each of their individual kids and it, it's messy. And that's what they said a lot on the thing. And life is messy. And 
I know that there are people who are listening to this podcast that say, right, but if they had, hadn't done any of that, then their kids wouldn't have this. You know what? Again, you just can't always tie things up with a perfect bow. And I, I read something, and I can't remember who it was. I'm going to try to, I'll find out maybe for the next podcast. But they were saying it was someone whose marriage had broken up. And people were incredibly disappointed. Um, and they were like, you know, it's hard for me to believe that fairy tales exist now. If, I can't remember who it was. But anyways, if this couple can't make it. Wow. Or, if, you know, and the person who was in the breakup said, it's not my job. Right. It's not my job to keep something that's Alive. not benefiting yeah that's not benefiting or feeding me it's not okay for me to play a game and keep that going so you feel good about your marriage or about love because the reality is love marriage parenting all of this stuff is messy and it's difficult and it's peaks and it's valleys and sometimes you're at the highest of the high and sometimes you're at the lowest of the low but you know, yes, you can be invited into people's lives, but it doesn't always give you the authority to just, you know, have like rule on how they should live their lives. I just, I don't know. I found the podcast very interesting. The things that I thought were more interesting, and I told you about this, was really more the behind the scenes from how ABC handled the whole thing, because I love that kind of stuff with contractual stuff and how it was handled. And I thought it was interesting. They were not fired because they were and they say they weren't having an affair because they were in the middle of getting divorced. They were in a relationship, but they weren't fired because they were having a relationship. They were fired because it was a distraction. What clause, but what of, clause is that in your contract? I have a feeling they had to pay them a severance that they gave them a nice severance package and said, we're not going to move forward because right now we need to let some of this dust settle and, you know, figure this out. I don't think that they were like, because if they have been fired for inappropriate behavior, there is a clause in contracts. Sure. Um, what is that clause called? Uh, wow. Five, three. I know that. Uh, <laughs> Not morality, but. No. Uh, I, hell, I got a copy of it right here. I can pull it up. Um, anyway. What, what do you think about the, the, the spouse flip? I think it's weird as hell. That part I do think is weird as hell, and I'm going to weigh in on that, even though I just said you don't weigh in on things. I just that that I do think is just kind of a knee jerk, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Wouldn't it be crazy if they lasted but, longer than 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 Amy and TJ? And they could. That is one of those examples where I might say, like, you know what, I'm going to pump the brakes because on the other side, like if I'm Andrew Shue, like there's a lot going on over here with Amy and TJ, and we've got these three or two beautiful daughters. I'm not going to add in a whole nother layer of pound cake by now choosing uh, that the person I'm going to start dating is that person's ex. I just, I don't know, but I guess if you fall in love, you can't help who you fall in love with. So I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think that it is strange. I would like to know, I'd be interested in knowing how they first communicated um, the, the, the spouses, the ex spouses. Um, how did they reach out to one another? What was the intent there? In the beginning, was it an information? Was it a? Well, but they're a, all friends. Well, true. I, you're right. They did travel together quite a bit because TJ and Amy did everything together because of work. You know, they they co the mm -hmm. show together. Um. All right. How about that I first? Bet one of them called and said, "Hey, did you know that this was going on? How long? Did, how long have you known about this?" Okay. And the other one says, "You're attractive. Let's go out on a date. Lunch and now. Let's start dating. Take your pants down. Yeah. Just like oh that. My, I nobody Just said like that. that I bet. 
And the winner is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. The lovely Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Thank you so much. Time Magazine announced that their 2023 Person of the Year is Taylor Swift. Taylor was like, of all the honors I've had today, this is definitely in the top 50. Yeah, absolutely. Taylor Swift beat out Vladimir Putin, the president of China, King Charles, and I don't know, it makes sense. Those guys are terrible singers, really. <laughs> the editor-in-chief for Time said, Taylor Swift is the rare person who is both the writer and hero of her own story. And also, he said, we really wanted to sell some magazines this year. So... <laughs> uh, late Night Laughs from Jimmy Kimmel uh, and uh, CBS Seth Meyers. They're talking about Taylor Swift being crowned 2023 Person of the Year from Time Magazine. Uh, the Fed gave her a shout-out for boosting the U.S. economy this summer uh, when, when, when people went and booked hotels and they saw massive spikes in hotel bookings surrounding uh, the dates where Taylor was in town. Uh, the Eras Tour, expected to become the first concert tour ever to gross a billion dollars. Uh, she smashed records at the box office with uh, uh, Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, $28 million in advance tickets alone in less than 24 hours. And she didn't even have to sing to cause an 8% boost in viewership for NFL Sunday Night Football when her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, this season, last season, uh, September 24th, uh, he plays for the Chiefs when the Chiefs and the Bears uh, went at it. And uh, that was in the beginning, September 24th, when it kind of was just starting to leak out on the relationship. She beat Barbie, and she beat the Jing Zhang Zhang guy from China. I thought he had a pop-up Asian uh, bistro around the corner from the Brightmore oh. Healthcare Studios. Turns out that's not him. Who else was in there? No, that's um, the protesters for um, the Screen Actors Guild. Yes. And Fanny. Fanny. Fulton County DA Fanny. Fanny and her team for prosecuting Donald Trump or attempting to prosecute former President Donald Trump in Fulton County. Mm -hmm. um, made me sick. Made me sick. Tim McGraw has spoken out and, and says that he one time gave her advice. Yeah, he just said, you know, him and Faith gave her advice when she was starting out and just told her that she needed to be the captain of her own ship. She needed to be in charge, large and in charge. Um, and because she was such a young girl, he said he knew she was going to vault to success very quickly. And in a business, he said, you know, where at the time I was a 40-year-old man and sometimes had problems with keeping control of everything, he knew as a very young girl, you know, his daughter's age, that she was going to have those challenges. And he said he was so thankful that she had, you know, her parents behind her, very smart parents who were involved and helped her navigate. Um, but that, you know, he just encouraged her to always speak her mind and not be afraid to speak up. And I think, I think she's done that. I think yeah. that's one of the things that I really admire about her is she is a girl boss because, you know, she's not afraid to sit in rooms and, direct how she wants her career to go as opposed to just handing it off to someone else and saying, I don't really know how to do this. I think she's learned how to do probably a lot of things that weren't in her comfort zone and she does them really well. Well, this plan too, to take over, uh, you know, to become just world dominating with, with music has been in play since she was 13, 14 years old. So she's had, she's had years and years and years to plan. And I know that she has, uh, this year she became a billionaire herself, billionaire herself, Taylor Swift, now a billionaire. Um, Golly, she was 15 years old when she came around and, and, and threw her homecoming uh, in the studio and, and crowned her homecoming queen because she was homeschooled and she was going to miss her. So you know, she was going to miss prom. Yeah. 
uh, not homecoming, it was prom, my bad. And uh, and so we, we threw a prom, yeah, in the studio when she came in to visit with us, 15 years old. You know, there was a moment, Donna, uh, when when Tim and Faye, you know, the first single that she dropped was was a song called Tim McGraw. And it was hitting about the time the CMA Awards rolled around in the fall. And and Tim and Faith were on the front row where she was performing. And she walked off, I, I always wondered if this was planned. She walked off stage, or if Tim and Faith knew that it was coming, or Tim specifically. She walks off stage during her performance to the front row. And she introduces herself to Tim McGraw. She's like, hi, I'm Taylor Swift. And I always thought that was a pretty awkward mm-hmm. moment. I, I don't know that Tim, it's kind of like uh, when you're watching a dirty movie with your buddies. Uh, you don't know what to do with your hands, you know? And, and, huh? And so it, it, Tim kind of had that look on his face a little bit. Uh, planned moment or not, did Tim know it was coming? That she was coming down the, the big stairs? They may have told him we're going to have a surprise guest come say hello to you. He's probably like, okay, whatever. 2023 Person of the Year, Time Magazine has crowned Taylor Swift, the first artist uh, to ever get the title. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Ridge Road, Gainesville. We're going to find the, the showroom about uh, 180,000 square feet. Not quite, but listen, if you if you added up the square footage of all the satellite warehouses that Donna has all around town in Gainesville, you may get up to that number. Goodness. She got them. Yeah. She got inventory. She got uh, reasonable pricing on furniture for every room in your house. Gallery Furniture, Donna, is where you need to go. Yeah, I mean, they are a small local business, but they are not small in terms of buying power by any means. Um, So, you know, Donna has been in this business with her dad for a very long time. He has has a great reputation in the furniture business. They move a lot of pieces of inventory. So they get a lot of opportunities to buy really cool stuff. And she does have stuff in other warehouses. So if you go out there and you don't see your perfect, you know, plan sitting on the floor tell her what you're looking for she's great about trying to find things things that are similar things that look the same way but may not cost as much as what you're bringing in so give her the opportunity to earn your business and isn't that what everyone wants at the end of the day I mean like if if you were to go out there this would never happen but if you were to go out there and you're like eh, you know I just didn't love the experience I didn't find anything okay that's fine but you've got to give them a try if you've driven by that building for However, how many years you've been driving down, you know, Brownsbridge Road, stop in and give them a shot to earn your business. And I guarantee you, you're not going to be disappointed. They're open seven days a week, Gallery Furniture. Don is there nearly seven days a week. Uh, her daughter Marilyn's now uh, running the show in Gainesville. Find them online, askforthewolfman.com. Please tell Donna that uh, we love her and appreciate her support of the podcast. And if you enjoy the podcast and you're a, a pot peep, uh, you know, you, you have pretty heavy listening. You're with us on upload days, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, tell Donna that you appreciate your support of the podcast. She's been with us since season one, episode one. And Donna, I thought about this today. We're coming up on four years and episode mm-hmm. 500 of this podcast. How is that possible, Cadillac Jack? That's that's days, that's weeks worth of talking. Um, but, yeah. it, you know, it started out as just an experiment after, you know, somebody said to me the other day, where'd the name come from? Cadillac Jack, my second act. I said, well, listen, I've done radio. My entire career, since I was 15 years old, I've been in radio. When I was, uh, you know, when we, we we went our separate ways with former kicks in Atlanta after 26 years, I decided, you know, and we discussed it, Donna, podcasting, because we always wanted to work together. We always thought that we had, uh, maybe both had the gift of gab, and we could work well together in a radio environment as a team somewhere. Uh, we, we brought that up, or I brought that up to, to kick several times, and they were like, nah, not going to happen, not going to happen, not going to happen. Uh, so we did the podcast thing, think it went very, very well. Uh, and, and now we're back in, into radio doing a, a morning show on Atlanta's The Bear 985 together. So full circle moment. And I don't know why I did all that, but it just, uh, I enjoy working with you. I enjoy uh, creating content with you, uh, not for OnlyFans page, but but for the podcast and radio. Um, Me too. Kind I think, like well, Jack. you're a rock star. You are. I said to somebody the other day, just yesterday, as a matter of fact, I said, you know what? I've learned just to shut up and let her talk because she is, 
she brings a unique perspective that you're not going to hear uh, on any podcast or radio show anywhere nationwide. And uh, we're blessed well, to have that's you. very blessed nice. You do too. Let me tell you. Well, you have a unique viewpoint. No, but it's necessary because I'll also say this while we're just like hyping on the praise for each other. We'll be each other's um, wingmen, hype men today. My thing with you is that I say this to people all the time because they'll ask me like, is that really how he feels and is? And I'm like, yes, 150%, which I love because this is how I feel for good or bad. And like, you are so transparent. There are things where I hold back and I'm like, I'm not going to say that because I really don't want to make anyone mad to that extent. But you are just like, this is how I feel. And if you don't agree with it, that's fine. And I think that is so missing in today's world in any form of media or entertainment news or anything. Everyone is so calculated on how they talk about things. And you have been in country music and in that lane for over, I mean, 30 something years. And so you've got all these great stories and you certainly have opinions. And I remember when you were on kicks, it was so controlled because you know, you didn't want to make a record label mad or you didn't, you know, we might not get a concert then or we might not get this. And it's just really refreshing to be able to hear how you feel. Well, you're, you're, about, you're, well you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I, and I think that I do hold yeah. back even now, but uh, sometimes on certain things, but um, it's, uh, it's, it's not rocket science. It's conversation. It's, it's a lot of prep. It's a lot of uh, pulling audio, but listen, there are people that are working. Uh, most are working much harder than I. And uh, I'm just grateful for the career that the good Lord has given me. Uh, for for thirty five plus years, uh, and uh, just grateful, thankful for that. All right, so enough of that shit. Um, but yeah, thanks, to, thanks okay. to you for listening. Thanks you, uh, thanks to you for downloading. Uh, we remain after uh, nearly four years and five hundred episodes, a top one hundred podcast uh, in both of our lanes, and and one of them is entertainment news, and one is music. We have two lanes. Uh, Apple classifies every podcast and tells you kind of what you are. Uh, we're entertainment news one and number two music and in both lanes, a top 100 podcast in America. Uh, I think there are over 100,000. I looked in, in, in recently, but probably 100,000 podcasts get released every week uh, to be top 100 in America. Yeah. is uh, uh, We're proud of that. And we appreciate your support and your listening. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't do it without gallery furniture in Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Yeah. Ask for Donna. Couldn't do it without awesomealphoretta.com. I couldn't do it without Delta T-Mobile. Um, and, 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 and the, the, the sponsors that have been with us since the beginning. And we're thankful for that and grateful. And, uh, we love you for listening. Thank you for your support. Let's get an update, Don, on uh, a topic that you brought up last episode, maybe time or maybe a time before time prior to about your best friend, peanut, the albino deer. I feel like maybe because he looks different and I have read some of this stuff that maybe the parents like abandon him because he's an albino deer. Right. I can see that. And that does happen. I sent you a video of him frolicking in the woods. Do you see how he jumps sure. and he's so happy? Yep. I'm going to get him. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do what, with him. No, 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 hang on. What do you mean you're going to get him? I'm going to get this deer and mark him safe. Somebody's going to do something to him because he looks so different and he's beautiful and he's adorable and he's little and he's by himself. And it's no different than if I was like in Target and I see some child wandering around without its parents. I'm not just going to be like, oh, it'll find its way. You would probably. Okay, so Peanut, my piebald deer, if you've been listening to the podcast, he came one week and then I didn't see him for probably uh, three, four weeks. And then he came back this, this past week, um, and showed up and I just, I'm trying to catch him. I'm going to be honest with you because I just feel like 
he needs to be caught. He The first time he showed up, he came with his family of deer. This last time he came by himself, which makes me think maybe they've abandoned him or kicked him out. And as I told you, I, I wouldn't, you know, if I was in Target or Walmart today and some child is just walking aimlessly through the store, I'm not going to be like, well, he'll find his way to his parents. No, I'm going to intervene. Aren't you? What was a deer or a child? Uh, okay. A deer or a child? Either. Uh, it's child, the same situation. No, it's not, Donna. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um, I, I listened to that clip, as a matter of fact. How can you compare a child being left in a target uh, to a deer being left in the woods by his mama and daddy, whether it be a human or a, 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 a mama and daddy deer? Because, on. again, I think if you have a heart that beats outside of your chest, even 5.2%, then you care about things, whether it's humans, animals, whatever. And I care about this deer. I understand that, so but anyways, certainly you care I about a child out. more. You care about a child more, though, right? I don't know. It depends on the day. Uh, but right. anyway, I I went out and I, I had a sheet because my lacrosse net wasn't going to work. And I was going to put him in the sheet. And I have spoken to someone who works with Kathy at uh, Goga, We're which is a good that is. yoga place. Yeah. They also have... Well, it's a place near us. It's a big farm, and she does. If you've never done goat yoga, you should go. It is so much fun. These little goats climb all over you, eat your hair. It's it just joy. makes yoga yeah. fun. We did it. Yeah, yeah you did, we did it too. Yeah, yeah we all we did, did it. Yeah, it's great. great. So much fun. But Kathy's got llamas. She's got, she has animals that have been injured or like, you know, she's got pigs. She's got horses. She has everything. And this deer would be a perfect addition. And she was like, I would put little sleigh bells on him. He's like a little reindeer. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, that's what that's my plan is I'm going to catch peanut the piebald deer a piebald means like albino deer very rare one percent in Georgia and I'm going to take them over there the reason I have found out that they are so rare is not just because of their genetic conditions but it is because they they don't last long Cadillac Jack because like the coyotes can see them hunters can see them because they're not camouflaged they're white they stick out and it makes me so sad. And Charlotte has this little friend at school, and he his family owns a farm. They're big hunters. And he doesn't want to hunt peanut at all. His thing was just like, if your mom really wants to get him, if you see him again, because I think he was just shocked that, like, you know, she, he was probably like, what's your mom? I don't know. Like, maybe I text her. He's like, what's your mom doing? Oh, she's up trying to catch a piebald deer with a sheet. He's like, what? So anyways, he said he would come over and assist us. And take this little deer out to his farm. Well, that's great. Now, that's I don't great. know. I'm going to have to vet this out because I've got some feelings here. He's either going <sighs> to sell peanut or hunt him with a bow and air. I don't know. I've yeah. got, this is, I'm just sitting here talking through this, uh-huh. and he's that's, not getting peanut. Uh, we can vet Kathy him. from Goga can get, can get him, but okay. this kid's not getting him because I'm just sitting here thinking about this is like, yeah, this is not a good story. This is not good. You know, first I got to catch peanut though. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm projecting already about peanuts ride and how I'm going to take him through the Starbucks and get him a dear Pacino, but I'm not even there yet. Cause I haven't caught him. Yeah. I got to catch him first. You do. Well, you know what, Caddy? First it? he's got to show up again. No kidding. He's got, he's got to come. He's got to get, got to, got to pull up. Peanut's got to pull up. Yep. Promise me one thing, Donna. And I mean this, promise me one thing mm. that you'll continue to update us on the peanut and, and his oh, whereabouts well. and his condition. He's just flat out adorable. Should be a viral superstar. It would be, Don, if you put him up there on the talk, on the ticker talk. Brand new episode of Thugs. Still to come during this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second night with Officer Donna. Please welcome people's sexiest man alive, Cadillac Jack. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
Thank you, people. Thank you, uh, Jimmy. Thank you, audience. Thank you, Bear Country. I saw him, Donna. I saw Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Saw them both. Asked about their flight down. Uh, they said it was fantastic. And um, first class they flew in the sleigh. You know, actually, they don't bring the sleigh. It's kind of like the uh, the White House when the president travels. You know, they send an advance team that, that brings in the uh, the limo uh, on a you know mm-hmm. on a huge cargo jet, military cargo jet. And 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 so the the sleigh that Santa and Mrs. Santa Claus use, Mrs. Claus is is shipped in from the North Pole. It's flown in from the North Pole. They come in first class on Delta. Oh. Uh, yes, Mr. and Mrs. Claus do. Um, if you need to see Santa, if you need to talk to him, kids, maybe you're on the naughty list. Maybe you're a little concerned about being on the naughty list, Tom. Have a conversation with Santa. He's all yeah. over he's all over awesome Alpharetta. All over the place. Get Malinka. I on. bet you can talk him out of I bet you can talk him into getting you off the naughty list. Here's you know? hoping. Here's hoping. Because the days are yeah, if you do the, enough talking, we're, we're, we're getting yeah. close to, to showtime here. Uh, nothing more magical at Christmas than taking your kids to meet Santa Claus. Uh, round up of some of the most wonderful places to see Santa and Alpharetta. Make this holiday season memorable with festive can't-miss events. And that includes North Point Mall, Donna Santa's Workshop through December 24th, Christmas Eve. Yes. You can meet them there. Uh, at Avalon through the 24th, Christmas Eve. Times vary. Appointment is needed. Uh, great Santa in Avalon. It's, it's Santa Claus yeah, kids, busy. of course. I see, yeah. It's kind of funny. I mean, like, I see him... You know, because listen, Santa is just like us. He has to go pee pee. He has to eat some Chick Fil A. So I've seen him like the Santa spottings are outrageous. Like it's funny how everyone like. So at Avalon they have this little gold squirrel. You know that people spot. Well, now it's like the Santa. Well, yeah, there's like a squirrel that moves around Avalon. It's like a story. I'll tell you later. But but now people are like Santa Claus. I saw Santa at Chick Fil A. I saw Santa Whole Foods. I saw Santa at the dry bar getting his beard blown out. He's he's there for the duration. Uh, at Avalon through yeah. Christmas Eve. Uh, Storytime of Santa at Avalon continues uh, through December the 18th. Pet portraits with Santa at Avalon. Uh, he's busy up there, Don. Um, Tuesdays through December 24th from 4 till 7. Um, pet portraits are walk-up only. Oh, now I think I'm going to take Frosco over there. Let's take him over there. Love to. Uh, and then one of my favorite events in Osmo Alpharetta during Christmas time is tuck-ins with Santa. Here's what happens. Add some extra holiday magic (laughs) to your hotel stay in Alpharetta this season with a special visit from the man of the hour at select hotels. Santa will will come to your hotel room and uh, shake it up a bit. If you have a child. Every year I can't get through this. I can't. I'm sorry. This is the third year we've had this copy. Um. Yeah, it's just something about it. I don't know. I mean, do we know who he is? Is he vetted? Uh, does, okay. he, does he smell yeah. like Schlitz and, and, yes. and Marlboros? You know, what's what's the deal with Santa? Where's he coming? Uh, okay. Where's he coming from? To get to the extended okay. stay on old, you know, on old Milton. Where where's Santa? Is that okay. where he lives? He may live at the old Milton uh, Highway right. uh, extended stay, and then he goes to the Hilton up on Windward and tucks the kids in. Okay. And, and then I, who knows what happened? Maybe, do, does he bring treats? Does he bring treats? And if so, what are they? We need to know in advance. Kind of like your mom and your daddy going through Halloween okay. bucket. You know, they got to check your candy. We need to check. Uh, we need to check what Santa's bringing in the room. He needs to be wanded. Right. Matter of fact, he needs to be wanded at the door before he is. Uh, he is. Uh, he walks in to tuck in your kids. I mean, God, Lee. <laughs> Woo! Win a holiday getaway uh, to Alpharetta. AwesomeAlpharetta.com is where you go. Enter to win. 
And it's a great trip. I've had it uh, over 500 bucks for a great weekend at Awesome Alpharetta. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Thugs. All right, we head to Cobb County this morning for a brand new episode of Thugs with Officer Donna. Good morning, Donna. Good morning. Okay, so this this craziness has been going on for over a year. This started in November of 2022, and we've got old Anthony Reeves, who has been arrested uh, for this. However, here's what happened. So out in Cobb County, there's an apartment complex, and a couple of neighbors came out the other day, and one of them came out and saw her neighbor's truck, his Chevrolet truck, all four tires missing, up on cinder blocks. And she's like, well, this is strange. Maybe old Jimmy's doing some work Getting on some his new truck. tires. Getting some new tires, yeah. maybe. So she said, well, you know, I wasn't too concerned at first. Then she walks over and discovers that her own car is sitting on cinder blocks mm. with all four tires missing. Okay? So they call the police and come to find out there are 10 cars in this apartment complex who have had all four tires taken but are put on cinder blocks. Well, let's listen, just break this down. A considerate thug. Um, is he? Is he? Well, would I'm, it not just be easier? I mean, could he not just take the cars? I mean, do you imagine the amount of time it takes to unscrew these lugger nuts and do right, all this right, stuff? Right. Like, he's got to have this whole toolbox to get yeah, all this stuff done. That around, you know what I mean? Know? Yeah. Yes. That's a lot of work. So, I mean, this is insane. So, the Cobb County Police Department says they've been investigating these thefts for over a year. And all of them involve these wheels and the tires. And that this little guy would come into all these different apartment complex. And then he, steal, he, he stole vehicles. And then he'd use that vehicle to move around and take the, the tires and the wheels. So, he first stole the vehicle. Then he takes that vehicle and he uses it to go around. And steal all the tires. But, but listen, do the math. That's forty tires, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in one hit, in in one one sitting, so to speak. Yep. So in the past year, they have had over fifty cases um, in that area where people are like, uh, and they know it's him because they call him the cinder block bandit because he doesn't just like leave them. He puts them on cinder blocks. Imagine, do you know how heavy cinder blocks are? I used to work out with this trainer like ten years ago down by the river, and he made me carry cinder blocks. And I'm telling you, you they are him, heavy as all get you out. You hated them, did Yes. Oh, I did. But this little fella's carrying all these cinder blocks around. Does somebody of, 40 not of them, see Donna. him? 40 of them. He's carrying around 40 cinder blocks. 40 of them. 40 of them. So they go to this storage unit where people have said they see this little fella moving in tires and stuff. And, and so they somebody calls the police. Now, this has been, again, this has been going on for a year. Okay. So they go to the storage space and there they find him. Ah. And he's got cinder blocks. He's got wheels. He's got tires. It was a storage unit over there near Charlie Brown Airfield. And he, that's where he offloaded his wheels and tires. Okay. So the detectives, they set up surveillance and then they got a search warrant for the storage unit. And here they come. They find all these wheels and all these tires. And old Anthony Reeves gets arrested. As he should. And I don't care if he's a considerate thug. He is a thug. It doesn't matter. You cannot be a considerate thug, Cadillac Jack. You're okay. a thug. All right. Good enough. Good enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I had a friend of mine when I first moved to Atlanta back in 94. Uh, I lived in uh, Cobb County off Post Road um, near uh, Powers Ferry in a post apartment complex. And a friend Was he of mine, stealing tires? No, 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 no. A friend of mine moved down here for like a, a brief spell. And I, you're going to understand why it was a brief spell here as I finish the story. Uh, he loved a place called the Taj Mahal. Mm. 
Ben was one of my best friends in high school. Didn't have a didn't have squat going on, so he moved down here to Atlanta when I did in '94, and we lived there at the post department. He would spend all of his time and, and money at the Taj Mahal on 41 Cop Parkway. Well, he must have really irritated somebody there at some point because he woke up one morning and his uh, his his Ford Mustang was on four cylinder blocks in the post department complex parking lot. Somebody took his tires. Somebody took his tires, and his daddy had to come down and, and drive him back to North Carolina, and I have not seen Ben since. I bet that was a long yeah, drive back. Can you imagine? Can you imagine with your daddy after your your your, your tires got stolen and your cars put on cinder blocks? I mean, Woo! explain that one. Somebody did not yes. want him driving over to no the doubt, Taj Mahal. No doubt. All right. So our suspect in this episode of Thugs is who again? His name's Anthony Reeves. And Donna, and he, he is man, he, he is a thug. He is a thug with a capital thug. T. And uh, he's behind bars thanks to the hardworking men and women of the Cobb County Police Department. What's he gonna do when they come for you? Thugs. Join us 5.30 till 10 a.m. weekdays. Atlanta's The Bear 92.5's Cadillac and Donna. Uh, I thought we had a great week in radio. What'd you think? Yes, that was great. Starting, 10 a, massive 10. Giveaway. Starting a massive giveaway for uh, the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, you can download the app in the Apple or Google Play stores. It's free. Search for The Bear 925. The Bear 925. And join us 5.30 till 10 a.m. weekdays Eastern, Eastern time on The Bear 92.5. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta, both with the podcast and the radio show's executive producer. Uh, we thank you, Mitchell, for your time and uh, and direction. And new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Whoa, 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 whoa.